What is going on? I am Smitty from the Fantasy Football Show here to do a solo mock draft with you. I'm going to roll through a mock draft by myself, telling you what I do at every single pick. Now, let me preface that the pre-ranked lists on these mock draft tools are out of whack. They're not updated. As you can see right here, Christian McCaffrey is like number five. Justin Jefferson, DK Metcalf, James Robinson are all going to be kind of down really low. So I could make a mistake. It was at this point that he realized he messed up. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Smitty! Take a The 1.1 for me is Christian McCaffrey. I, I don't hesitate. I get that people are worried about the workload adding up, and I think I was the only one talking about it last year. Like, when are we going to have the conversation about McCaffrey getting overworked? It's going to happen. He's going to break down. But I don't think it's this year. I'm actually thinking this is more along the lines of Alvin Kamara last year. Alvin Kamara or in 2019 had a very injury-filled season. The injuries lingered. He was never quite, you know, right all year long. And people that avoided him in 2020 got burned because he blew up. He was awesome. I feel like McCaffrey's 2020 injuries feel a lot like Kamara's 2019 injuries. And I think if you avoid McCaffrey in 2021, like people avoided Kamara in 2020, you're going to be extremely disappointed. McCaffrey's my clear-cut number one overall. Number two... I, I think I roll, like, the nice part about two is that you got Kamara and, and Lat Murray. You've got Cook, you've got Alexander Madison. Even with McCaffrey, you have Mike Davis. Elliott, you have Pollard, but Elliott's further down for me because he, he is a bigger risk than uh, Dalvin Cook or Kamara. But I love that Kamara and Cook both have those handcuffs, so you can't really go wrong there. I think because of the unknowns surrounding the quarterback situation in, in New Orleans, there's more reason to think that, that Kamara could maybe be slow starting or not completely be himself right away maybe have a year that we didn't see coming that makes me want to go cook here and because i'm not worried about cook getting hurt because madison would be a top five to ten running back for a start i'm going cook i'm not really looking back again lat murray kind of feels the same way as alexander madison maybe to a lesser degree but he still makes camara very safe but i think he's more of the 1.3 now here's where i think it gets a little crazy because a lot of people are going to want Derrick Henry here. I myself am fading Henry at least until like the 7, 8, 9 range and I may not get to own him in 2021 and that's okay. That's by design. I do have a line in the sand with Henry. I'm not a moron. At some point I will take him if not just to trade him but understanding that the risk is lower the further back I go in that first round. So at, at number 9 overall in a league or two I probably would still roll the dice that Derrick Henry stays healthy for like 10-12 games. And at 9 overall I could kind of afford that if I get a good player that can supplement while he's out. Now, I know you're saying, what are you predicting Henry to go down? You can't predict injury, Smitty. Well, watch my, my Derrick Henry video a few videos back where I talk about how no running back in NFL history has come back after a 2,000-yard campaign. And Henry just had 2,000 yards in 2020. No running back in NFL history has had 2,000 yards and delivered uh, even close to the same kind of campaign the next year. And we're talking about most of them were cut in half the production or or less. And you might say, well, half of what he did last year, Smitty's still really good. 
And that's true. If I felt like he would have a full healthy year, 16 games, but I fear that he will miss a big chunk of time. He's a monster running back, massive dude hitting the ground over and over. The lower body shots he takes because players don't want to tackle him from the waist up. The 303 carries in 2019, nearing 400 total carries if you include the playoffs in 2020. He is literally getting worked into the ground in those two years in 2019 and 2020. And the mileage goes back into his college days. He has the fifth highest uh, carry season in college football history. The mileage is definitely there. Derrick Henry has mileage that a lot of running backs don't have, especially at his size. So could I be a year early? I could I could be. I don't know for certain. It's a numbers game. Henry, and this is me just throwing out a number. This is me just with a calculated guess. And even if I throw out a number, let's say I feel that Derrick Henry's got a 25 to 30% chance of staying healthy, enough to play 15 games in 2021. He still has a chance of playing a 15, 16 game season. If you have a one in a hundred shot of winning a contest, the odds are not good you're gonna win, but you could still win every time you played if you had a one in 100 shot. Henry's got a better shot than a one in 100 to play 16 games, but I truly do believe that the odds of him playing even a 15 or a 14 game season's on the other side of the 50-50 mark. That leaves me to draft Devontae Adams as my number four overall heading into 2021. This is redraft. This isn't Dynasty. I don't know how much I would change anything in Dynasty, to be honest, but Adams still has a handful of years left. But it would get interesting if we went Dynasty here, and maybe I'll do another video. We'll stick to redraft right now. Right here, uh, and again, this, this pre-rank list is based on pretty much last year, and it's pretty hard to... Uh, find everybody i think right here at number five i'm going to roll with saquon barkley and i know that's gonna feel early now but i think as he progresses through his rehab and news breaks that he's looking fantastic he's way ahead of schedule he's gonna climb from where you probably have him at seven eight nine right now into five or six and imagine if they get kyle pitts or a good wide receiver and danny dimes can open up that that passing attack and and, and create room for barkley to run it's gonna make barkley even that much better next up i'm gonna put tyreek hill i think he's consistent he makes sense here i don't think i'll have more than maybe one wide receiver the rest of the way in the first round though just so you know but these guys Adams and Hill they feel safe this is where it gets kind of crazy because we have doubt being inserted pretty much at, at every with every player again ignore Mahomes being ranked so high Clyde Edwards Alaire being ranked this high the rank list is is pretty pretty hard to to navigate through but looking down i don't think we're missing anybody again bear with me if i do like ridley for example should be up there metcalf should be up there i'm gonna i'm gonna cue those guys digs like oh my i would have missed digs if i would have stopped scrolling right then uh taylor what's taylor doing at 44 aj brown let's cue him up i'm just gonna cue everybody that i like so that i don't later on get screw over by, by not having these guys queued up. Akers is climbing up. Dobbins is climbing up. Man, I, I'm glad I'm going through this list because Jefferson at 87, I wish. You know, it would be great to do some best ball drafts that didn't have rankings updated. And if, if you were drafting with people that didn't know what they're doing, Jefferson's going to fall. I do a video on that. The psychology behind the pre-rank list and if you are drafting in a league like this, let's say, let's say you did a league right now, a startup league with your buddies, 
this pre-rank list will influence your draft to a certain degree. Even though people are in the know about Jefferson, I can almost guarantee that if you did a draft with Jefferson ranked 87th, he would go on average later than he would if the pre-rank list was hyped up about Jefferson and they put him at number 15 overall. Know that. Gibson's very lowly ranked. I, I really hope they update this soon. James Robinson, 123. I almost stopped scrolling. I would have probably completed this video forgetting about James Robinson, so he's queued up. 123. What in the tarnation is going on here? Okay, so at this point, um, going to my queue list, Ridley Metcalf, Diggs, Taylor. Taylor's getting close here. I know Chubb might be a favorite to most right here, but if I'm going running back, I, I'm going Taylor. And that's ahead of Derrick Henry. And I know that's going to rub a lot of people the wrong way. But I, I have my, I've already expressed in detail in my Henry video. Please watch that. I'll put it in the description why I feel like he's going to leave you hanging in 2021. And it's not his fault. It's the mileage. I like Henry. He did nothing wrong. I own him in a dynasty league. And, and I probably won't be able to get rid of him now because it's a follower league. But I don't care. I sacrifice. I don't hold back my content just to get rid of a player in a, in a league. Jonathan Taylor has a grip of, of top five to, to 10 running back upside. Not that Henry doesn't first start, but you know how I feel. Henry's getting closer to, to me pulling the trigger. And, and again, a lot of it has to do with the fact that the later you're getting him, the more you're building in that risk of missing time, the more that you could bounce back or recover if he does miss four games, and uh, the higher likelihood you could trade him away at very acceptable value. So I'm getting close to putting Henry in the queue. Diggs, James Robinson, but I'm probably going to go with Nick Chubb right here. I probably would put Derrick Henry here. Again, you could trade him very easily at that value. And if not, you didn't buy him at top five value. You almost bought him five entire picks later. Right here, I don't know if I'm going Diggs, McCaffrey, Ridley, um, who's the running back? Oh, uh, we have Jefferson's there, Gibbs, Gibson, James Robinson, and Elliott. I'm fading Elliott to a certain degree, but I still feel like at this point in time, it's really hard to pass on Elliott at like 9, 10 overall. At wide receiver, Diggs feels pretty safe right here. Right here, we're talking Ridley, we're talking Hopkins. We'll put Hopkins in there for now. That's our 12 pick. And in the bookend picks, we're going to probably go with, I'm going to throw DK in there. And with this 2.2 pick, I'm going to probably throw Ridley in there. Maybe we'll go James Robinson. Got to look him up because he's so far down the list. James Robinson. That's our, this is our draft so far. McCaffrey, Cook, Kamara, Adams, Barkley, Hill, Taylor, Chubb, Henry, which will cause a lot of waves. I understand that. Watch my video in the description as to why I'm fading Henry to that point. Elliot, I think, is is acceptable risk here. I may or may not like him here or, or like him less and less as the weeks go on. As I research more on him and rewatch a lot of his film and make sure that I don't feel like he's tailing off because his mileage is is pretty high. He could be a fade for me soon. I'm not I'm not positive on that. I wanted to give you a little bit of a heads up. I just added the wrong Robinson. I need to find James Robinson. Where is he? I had, I added the wrong Robinson. I gotta add the right James Robinson. There we go. Diggs, Hopkins, Metcalf, James Robinson. This list is so jacked. And now it's Ridley time. This is steel territory. This is Calvin Ridley steel territory. By default, Ridley's going to fall oftentimes. And I feel like there's no better value than him and Justin Jefferson in this range right here. 
Looking at my queue, um, Gibson's worth a look, but probably a better pick later. I love Jefferson. I might take him early here to prove a point. I haven't mentioned his name yet, but Kelsey is very deserving up in the 9 or 8 overall range on paper. But I walk out of my drafts not liking my teams when I take a tight end in the first round. We're getting into the mid-second round. In some leagues, he might fall there. In some leagues, he won't go past 11 or 12, which I'm accepting that I won't own him in those formats. But before you start arguing that Kelsey should have been taken way, way earlier than this, Ridley, Kelsey, James Robinson, DK, Hopkins, Diggs, you can't argue that all those guys don't have very, very similar um, value. I'm going to go bold here, but I got to type in his name because he's so far down the list. But Justin Jefferson, to me, could be he could be the number one overall wide receiver within one to two years. It could happen in 2021. He could be top four, top five, number one. I love Justin Jefferson for the future. If this was Dynasty, I probably would have him even higher. And just to, to let's recalibrate with the queue list because the queue list is a little better than the actual pre-rank list we got acres coming up here gibson aaron jones miles sanders eckler aj brown mt keenan allen i think i'm gonna go aj brown right here um you could easily argue a number of guys right here and then on the queue list who do we have we have gibson we have aaron jones we got swift waller i start liking eckler more and more around this range i'm fading jacobs i don't like mixing here aaron jones i like if he lands in the right spot but until I know where he's going. I'm being more pessimistic than optimistic because he is a low volume guy, very touchdown dependent. He needs to have the perfect environment, kind of like a Camara type situation, or, or we don't know if he's gonna hold up. He's very injury prone. If he normally runs for like a thousand yards even and gets a massive amount of touchdowns to produce, what happens when they give him an environment that won't give him the massive amount of touchdowns but could give him the volume will he stay healthy given he's an injury prone guy let's go Eckler let me scroll over and show you guys the whole draft so far in the second round it went DK James Robinson Ridley Kelsey Justin Jefferson AJ Brown Austin Eckler so we're at 2.8 Aaron Jones is coming up Miles Sanders is you know maybe a very good top of the third for me, Mahomes is is really close to being drafted by me, which I know a lot of people hate. And you can hate that approach if you want. I've got tons of content on that. It's not about if you take a QB early, you're in some kind of deficit from the beginning. You can make the same argument about going Kelsey early, that it affects your draft a whole bunch of ways. I know people will say, well, the difference is Kelsey's by far the best at his position and, and the tight end pool is thin, and that's correct. But it does create some problems for you and, and some holes when you do go tight end early, just like it creates some potential issues if you go quarterback early, especially if you can get a Josh Allen later. So while I will slot Mahomes here in the second round at some point, that doesn't mean I'm taking him in the second round every single time. Most of the time, a Justin Jefferson's there, a DK's there, an AJ Brown's there, and that affords me to go, I'm gonna pass on Mahomes and get Allen at the bottom of the third. I love Allen more at the bottom of the third or top of the fourth than Mahomes in the second, just to give you perspective. But drafting Mahomes in the second will not be a recipe to lose. Everybody that says that, they don't look at the facts and the bottom line is it's all about landing your picks. It doesn't matter if, if Mahomes is a secure, locked and loaded quarterback, uh, a position you struggle to draft each year. Who is Joe5641 on Instagram? What gives him the power to tell you 
that it's the wrong draft style for you. You may struggle at quarterback and dominate at getting the next James Robinson, getting Justin Jefferson, but you don't do great at quarterbacks for whatever reason. His blanket statement of don't go early at quarterback doesn't take into account anything about you. Joe5647B on Instagram doesn't know you. You know yourself, and if that helps you win, draft that way and disregard the noise. I'm feeling Mike Thomas a little bit here, but I still fade him for the most part, so I'm going to let him slip until I feel like he's very low risk. Kittle, I'm not going near this early in the third round. I would, but I'm still worried. Mike Thomas and Kittle are two of my avoids in 2021. And that isn't to say I won't draft them eventually. I have a line in the sand and I make it clear in the video, the avoid video on both of those guys. At some point, a player flips from an avoid to a value grab and they can be something in between when they're on their way to either uh, end of that spectrum. The line in the sand for me for Kittle and MT is right around the turn into the third round because when you make MT your third drafted player or Kittle your third drafted player versus your middle second round pick, it's a very, very, very different expectation and and level of risk against the, the upside and cost. So understand the difference between Kittle in 3.04 territory, 3.07, and Kittle at 2.05. Very different conversation. Mike Thomas at 14 overall or 3.1 is a very, very different conversation. And anybody that just blanket avoids somebody without that explanation or gives you advice, hey, avoid Mike Thomas in 2021 entirely, and they don't give you any context or setup for a potential different way of looking at it if MT were to fall to the third round, They're giving you very vague advice that you might not be able to apply to every scenario that's upcoming. Make sure you're getting full service advice wherever you're getting it. But you're getting it here, so you're taken care of. Aaron Jones was also a void uh, on that list, but again, 3.1, different conversation. The trouble I'm having here, to be frank, is that uh, the options are thinning very quickly. I think Patty Mahomes is getting close. Keenan Allen needs to be cued. I'm going to put Mahomes in because he does feel the safest at this point. We're getting to a place where I'm worried about Mike Thomas. I'm worried about Aaron Jones. Not going near Mixon at this value. I kind of like Sanders right here when I didn't like him at 14 or 15 last year. I'm starting to like him toward the tail end of of round two and into the, the top of round three. I think Waller probably needs to go ahead of Kittle and really kind of at the end of the second round. You know, Gibson feels pretty safe right here. I'm warming up to Akers uh, quite a bit at like right at the turn into the third round. I like him better as a third drafted player. You're okay if you're taking him at like 24, 23 because it's so close to being your third round pick and your, your third round picks upcoming. So I Smitty approve uh, uh, Akers or Gibson pick right here. I'm going to go MT. I'm going to go Aaron Jones. Okay, we're going to go Sanders here. I feel comfortable enough drafting him there. Uh, I think we're going to go, uh, we'll go Acres here. We'll go Acres here. I feel comfortable in the third round, at the top of the third round. I think we can go Waller at this point. I think I'm feeling more comfortable with uh, Kittle around this range. Godwin's kind of upcoming. A-Rob's upcoming. Keenan Allen, I definitely could go Keenan. I'm going to put him there for now. Maybe I'll, I'll change that. I'm not positive. 
don't think I won't go CD Lamb pretty soon. I love Lamb in 2021, but I'm going to let him fall as far as I can. Clyde's getting close. Uh, Jacobs, the line in the sand for Jacobs is approaching. Uh, Mixon's line in the sand, I think, is about up, so we'll put Mixon in there. We'll go Allen Robinson about here. I think Clyde deserves a look here. I think uh, I think we're, we're getting toward the, the Jacobs territory. We're getting toward the Montgomery territory. I think Montgomery needs to get grabbed here. I literally, I think my order would be completely different every time I did this. I think Godwin wouldn't be a bad selection here. I like Swift more than I like uh, Jacobs, so I'm going to put Swift at 3.10. And, and, you know, we really are at the point where, where Jacobs can be traded pretty easily at this value. So I'm going to draft him there. And, and there's a lot of risk package into that ADP anyway, if he was to remain on my team and I couldn't trade him. I like Mike Evans more than I like Julio in 2021. Julio is getting close to being draftable here, though. Let's throw Julio in there. I don't know that I feel great about that, but Cream Hunt's getting close to, to being draftable here i honestly myself start looking at josh allen and i think josh allen would be a steal in this territory let's switch julio and cream hunt with these two teams because uh we had four running backs going there which happens people draft that way but i think it would be better fit for these teams to have wide receivers and running backs swapped i'm not taking in too much of account of, of what each team has I'm, I'm more so kind of slotting the players as to where i think their adp should kind of linger but I want to do my best to make it look pretty well balanced. I think J.K. Dobbins is deserving right around this range. I think McLaurin's going to have a huge year. I think Lamar Jackson. I think these quarterbacks are actually deserving some of them in the fourth round. Uh, some people would want to wait, but I, I truly believe Kyler. I believe uh, uh, Lamar, even Watson are all very deserving because they score so many points and they're safer players than some of these kind of risky picks that are left. I think I'm going to end this at four rounds because it's getting pretty pretty thin we'll go drake we'll go herbert i know i'm going to get a lot of heat for all these quarterbacks going off the board here but the options are are, are very thin you're talking about guys that are going to carry you week in and week out I, I don't care how deep the quarterback position is if you feel like you're drafting a guy that has top three top four overall scoring potential in your league he will carry you week in and week out much safer to go herbert then looking at a Thielen, a Galladay, a Juju, a Cooper Cup, all good players, Robert Woods, Lockett, Shark, I like these guys, but how are they any safer for your team? I'd rather grab Herbert and grab a guy like Lamb or whatever later who I need to draft now. It was at this point that he realized he messed up. I'd rather grab a guy like that later, a Chark and Herbert, than grab a, a Cooper right now and not get the quarterback I want. So here's the, the draft. McCaffrey, Cook, Kamara, Adams, Barkley, Hill, Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, Zeke Elliott, Diggs, Hopkins. Then then the turn, DK, James Robinson, Ridley, Travis Kelsey, Jefferson, A.J. Brown, Eckler, Mahomes, Gibson, Mike Thomas, Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders. Then the turn into the third round, Akers, Waller, Kittle, Allen, Joe Mixon, A-Rob, Clyde, Montgomery, Godwin, Swift, Jacobs, Mike Evans turned into the fourth round. Hunt, Julio, Josh Allen, J.K. Dobbins, McLaurin, Lamar, Kyler, Watson, Cooper, Drake, Herbert, and C.D. Lamb. And, and again, forgive me if there's somebody missing because this pre-rank list is very hard to navigate. The guys that got left out, Thielen, Galladay, Juju, Cup, Woods, Lockett, Chark, Ayuk. You know, I know some people are going to want to throw some of these guys out here. And at, and at running back, Carson, 
DJ, Fournette. I don't think we missed that many, to be honest with you. And and again, I didn't really draft these to, to make too much sense for each individual team. Like, for example, Team 1, the one that's my team. I wanted to just give you a feel of where I felt all the players kind of fall ADP-wise for me. My ranking, honestly, if I did it again, it would be so different than this one. Every time I do a mock draft, it's very different from the last one. Let me know what players you think I drafted too high. What players you think, even if I didn't draft them high, you still believe in to be sleepers that could do really well. I'd love to hear what you think about this mock draft. And if you want to be in a mock draft with me, get on over to my Discord, smitty1.com. Join the Discord. The Discord button's right on smitty1.com. Join the Discord. Join the mock draft club, an exclusive club that you got to be approved for once you get there. And you can be on the on the smitty1.com mock drafts that we do here on the YouTube show. We'll be mock drafting later this week. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Smitty. Smitty.